Are you asking yourself the important questions? What kind of growth are you chasing? Can you repackage fear as incentive? Where does what you know end and who you are begin? If you're ready to take a deep dive into introspective mechanics, welcome to the Inspire Here podcast, where two boss women have open organic conversation on all things philosophy, self-improvement, and evolution. Get aligned with your core values, discover your vision, and elevate your essence to the very next level. Here are your hosts, Queen Bedra and Shivali Patel. Hello and welcome to Inspire Here. My name is Shivali Patel and I'm here with Queen Benzara. And this is the show where we talk about all things evolution. So if you are somebody who is constantly looking to elevate your essence to the next level, then this is the show for you. As usual, we have a topic for today and that is self-confidence. Today's topic is really stepping into self-confidence. We'll start with a simple question. Queen, what do you feel like self-confidence really is or what is confidence to you? Mm, okay, for me right now it would be that what I do and then I feel most joy. Because when I feel most joy, then I don't think about what the other perception towards me, right? So that's I have the most confidence. Or when I do the things that I am very expertise in with the experience I have, for instance, with Beauty Queen. I remember when I started entered the competition the first time three years ago, I didn't have the confidence that I have now because it was associated with body images and your knowledges. You have to be well-rounded. You have to be very positive talker as well. So that was very hard in the beginning. But then with the years has passed and then I gained more knowledges and experiences, I became more confident. I think it's really built upon your experiences as well. For me, confidence has a lot to do with not only embracing who you are, all parts of you, flaws included, but mm-hmm. also a lot to do with mental toughness and how you are able to respond in the world. When you walk into a room, it's not really caring about other people's perceptions. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that you can't walk into a room and embrace yourself yet still be worried about what other people might think, but it's knowing that at the end of the day, their perception of you is more of a reflection of them than it is of you. And not caring it has a lot to do with self-confidence. It's in the way you walk, it's in the way that you behave, it's in the way you respond to situations. Like you, for me, I think beauty pageants shaped me quite a bit. I started quite young and and on and off I would compete, but it was always more so for family building time. I never had really a coach throughout the years. It was just my mom and I spending some quality girl time together and having fun with it. And when you go into these competitions, I think what a lot of people don't realize is you meet so many cool people. I mean, I met you (laughs) through that competition. Here we are having these conversations that are expansive. You go out and you do amazing things for your community. And all of that is behind a curtain for a lot of the world. They don't see what goes into it, the effort you put in, how it drives you for goals, how it builds your confidence, how you do all these things. There is a lot, though, that goes into that build doesn't have to be necessarily pageant-centric. You can totally include that. But identity is a very complex thing. Do you feel like you've had certain moments or maybe action items that you've done to help you kind of boost that sense of self? Mm -hmm. What I could think of is actually when I have to go through the drama. While going through all the dramas in 
the industry that I was working in, or still working in right now, has shaped me into a stronger person and have more sense of what I should prioritize in my life, what kind of boundaries I should set for certain kind of people. Before that, I would say that I'm kind of a people pleaser, and I still am, so I'm working towards that, how to unlock that and prioritize only who's really matter the most to me. But how does it relate to confidence, right? When you go through all of those dramas or incidents that make you feel devalue yourself in a certain ways, then I would then trying to validate what's really happening within me, my inner conflicts within me, right? Because the way I responded to them back maybe two years ago would be different than now. Two years ago, I would rush it out with angers and I would feel offended. But then when it comes to right now, I come from the different perspective and more understanding. Like I say from the beginning, everything is from experiences. And for me, when it's hardship, it creates even more powerful confidence in me. Once I overcame it, I know that I am much stronger and I'm ready for more. Between three years ago, right, and now... That shift that you had in empathy and connecting with people and fostering that deep sense of understanding, what changed? Where was the point where you were like, oh, maybe I need to think about it from somebody else's perspective? Well, to be honest, I think when you are on the loop for so many times and you have your own mechanism in your brain, that, Queenie, it's time to stop it enough for the torment that you are doing to yourself. And also because luckily environment, I would have to gratefully say that I have my best friend Mm -hmm. who has been with me supporting and understanding my family, my partner. So everyone in my life, they are very positive influence on me. So it helps a lot for me to move over the struggles quicker than when I was dealing with it myself. Also inner and outer support system. That's, that's like with anything, right? You have to have a good balance of your internal and external environment. On top of that, I will say for me, there's a question I absolutely love. And I love asking people this question too, because it really gets you thinking. Mm-hmm. And that question is, when you think about your ideal self, the ideal version of you, not mm-hmm. a role model, the ideal version of you, mm-hmm. what are those five characteristics that you would hope that ideal version of you embodies. And most people, if you're really trying to be honest with yourself, you're going to require some time to actually pick those five words. Once you've picked those five words and you are in a situation, you have to think about it. Not how am I going to react right now? Don't be so emotionally reactive, right? It's about being proactive. But how would the ideal version of me respond to this situation? Because 99% chance is the way that that ideal version of you responds is a completely different way than the way that you respond because you guys have different experiences. You're a different person. I remember being in a conversation with a friend of mine and she basically was dealing with this hardship with Mm. a colleague of hers and it was a power struggle. And this woman has worked so hard to get to where she is. Somehow as amazing as she is, as well-rounded as she is, as knowledgeable as she was, there was insecurity in 
the foundation of all of her questions or in her responses. Mm -hmm. And so I asked her, look, you have the money, you have the career, you have everything you want. Would you respond differently? And she said, yeah. What she says to me at that point wouldn't matter. Mm. And I said, then why does it matter to you now? No, yeah. Material values are material values at the end of the day. What really matters is the inside. And I know that's cliche, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You're not going to take your material possessions into the next life, uh, into the afterlife, whatever those of you listening <laughs> are believing in. But it changes everything because we get so caught up in materialism of things or in a power struggle and in competitiveness and self-confidence is about you, about mm. your belief in yourself. Mm. And some people also confuse when we mention about self-confidence, they confuse it with power. Sometimes self-confidence, some people might think that it's egoistic or self-centered, which you have to understand and know the thin line between it, that you don't want to cross to the other side and you careless about the others. Self-confidence should be something that is good for you and it's spread out the positiveness within you to the others. So whoever approach you feel the welcoming, feel the beauty of you. It's like you blossoming all the time. It should be that way. I know that I would really like to focus on this three years because I learn and grow so much. Each day, imagine how many people we interacted with, especially when you are the public figures and you have to associate with your fans, with your team. And there's many more artists that you have to work with to be among other who have different background, different experiences, it's very difficult. But at the end, when you know that your placement that you put within yourself as a self-confident person, and I want to walk into the room, bringing in the room such a sunny and lift up the room. You already put yourself as this ideal self, then you know, it will have a positive effect in your life. Because when we were speaking about how you have a gratitude lens on the other episodes. Yes. yes. And it's one of the practices that could lead you to self-confidence too. And when you combine all the methods and all the tools that shift you into the positive path, I'm surely that that's when you gain your self-confidence and you will care less of the negative comments or feedback from the others because you see the value within you. Do you have sometimes negative self-talk? Because a lot of us, we have negative self-talk without actually realizing that it's happened. But do you actually recognize when it happened? I had a year where I solely focused on the way I spoke to myself. My first book was called Positive Self-Talk, actually. Yeah, it was an entire book I wrote about dealing with difficult people with negative self-talk how you reframe that mentality where you find the origins of where it stemmed from and how you completely can replace that that was my very first book and so I had an entire year that I had focused on even before I wrote that book it transformed the way that I think and the way that I talk to myself but also you when you do those things for yourself you begin to notice it in other people and the way that they speak to themselves 
kind of finding that middle floor where you are able to uplift somebody without it necessarily affecting you is an important skill set to learn, but it's also something that requires patience and time and trying. You have to try for Mm -hmm. it to happen. For negative self-talk, every blue moon, you know, I'll catch myself like, oh, and then I'll be like, no, I I need to reframe the way I say that because I don't even believe in saying things that are remotely not great. It's not, oh, I don't want to be sick. It's always, I want to always be happy and healthy, even if you're sick in the present moment, not necessarily focusing on that being the focal point of my sentence. I think a lot of times the aura and beliefs that we have for ourselves radiate outwards. And in words, while words are what you give them power to be, at the same time, I do pick and choose my words cautiously. I try to focus on having a growth mindset. Self-confidence, remember that when it comes to that, it's not so much about failure or fear or competitiveness or are you better than somebody? It's embracing that it's always a journey inspire here's tagline the journey of evolution and that's exactly what it is it's you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna fall down you're gonna do whatever you're gonna have days that you're embarrassed of something you did and at the end of the day knowing that sometimes it's helpful to know that nobody cares (laughs) you could mortify yourself i was in stockholm recently and I was trying to walk out of the hotel. I walked through the hotel into this restaurant where there was free breakfast being served. I had a biking tour to get to. And so I was on my way out from the restaurant. But I, instead of walking through the hotel the way I'd come in, I decided to use the restaurant's front door. It's right there. I, I figured, why not? So I opened the door. The first set is a glass door. I'm on my phone to pull up the address where I'm going because it's a 15-minute walk. I want to make sure I get there 15 minutes early. I had a little bit of jitters because I hadn't ridden a bike in quite some time. I remember being excited. I'm a little bit nervous. I want to get there in time so I can make sure that I can actually ride one still. I was looking down on my phone. I opened the first door and I walk inside. That door closes. The second glass door, it's a glass box. All right. Everybody can see you. There's a lot of people that are eating breakfast. I tried to open the second door and it wouldn't open. And I'm like, what the heck? I was stuck in this glass box. I had walked into a place that was locked that I shouldn't have walked into. I'm thinking it's just a simple exit to the restaurant and there's a bunch of people sitting here. Didn't think of much of it. The first door locks, the second door doesn't open. I'm making eye contact with a guy who's (laughs) eating breakfast and he's having the time of his life. I can tell he's amused. I'm panicking. You're like, I'm already nervous. I know. Yes, I, exactly what I felt like. It Like I was in an aquarium. I was the main entertainment. But I'm already mortified and I'm nervous about this biking thing. I, I'm just completely overanalyzing the entire situation in my head. And I try to open the door. There's a switch below the door that I click and I open and I see it open a bit. I'm like, oh, thank God. But then there's a sign tucked into the door. So the sign falls over and I just feel like a klutz. So I remember just kind of pushing the sign to the side a bit and opening the door. And I take a sharp left and just immediately start walking. Didn't bother looking at my phone, didn't like look back, didn't anything. And then I look down after I've been walking for maybe three or four minutes Uh and I'm going the opposite direction. And Uh I've been walking further and further and further. I'm not walking back in front of (laughs) that hotel. I'm not looking past my hotel again. The heck, I don't want to see that guy I made eye contact with and just made a fool of myself in front of. Do I know this man? No. Am I going to see this man again? Absolutely not. But did I want to go back? No, I didn't. And so I kept walking and I had to end up taxiing 
<laughs> to the location because I walked I think by the time that I noticed and I was trying to figure out which way to go back it was another five minutes. Mm -hmm. I would have been later than I wanted to be to, to the place. And I, I really cared about getting there earlier so I could actually try the bike. Mm -hmm. It was a situation. I had a good laugh about it moments after it happened. I remember even letting my friends know what happened. <laughs> and I'm a That's confident person. I'm a confident person. I would consider myself very self-assured. I'm self-aware. I don't really care what people think as long as I'm not hurting anybody and I'm, I'm doing something that makes me happy. I feel empowered most of the time. But did I have a moment? Absolutely. And it happened. <laughs> it's, it a, happened. it's quite uh, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a glass box. Yes. I mean, the worst possible setup <laughs> that could happen. And it's free breakfast. Free. So everybody shows up to this thing. It's like an entire buffet of fantastic food. It must be entertaining to watch someone get stuck in an elevator. <laughs> a couple of days later, I was sitting where the guy had sat right in front of the door. And I remember looking and for a second I thought, wait, is that a mirror? I couldn't even tell if it was a mirror or not. That's all to say I was overthinking the entire situation mm -hmm. for no reason. That person probably forgot about it. Five minutes later, you meet somebody and you want to believe that you have a lasting impression. And sometimes you do. But those moments where we are completely embarrassing ourselves and we think that it's the <laughs> end of God knows what, it's really not. Life goes on. Mm. Just embracing and, and being okay with having those moments mm. and laughing at yourself, having the capacity to laugh will yeah. just be a really paramount step in finding your self-confidence if you feel like mm -hmm. you need to wait for a certain version of you there's always going to be something you mm -hmm. shouldn't wait for something to live the life you imagine for yourself that should be now you should respond the way that your ideal self would respond now and and live because life is too short to live it any other way so before we end this episode i just want you to share the little tips of how to build your self-confidence. And I would share mine too. Let's do like three each. Just quick summary. To build self-confidence, do the things that you are good at more. Simple. Mm -hmm. The your whole strength. time you're, you're growing up, you're told to focus on things that, that you're not good at. Don't do that. Don't linger. Do the things that empower you, that make you feel good about yourself, that you are good at. But also do the things that empower you. Oftentimes, mm -hmm. I know things that I'm terrified of once I take that first step and I've tried something new and maybe started to get the hang of it mm -hmm. you start to feel good because you've learned something you've expanded you've grown and that's now a new experience that you can say that you've experienced of the world the world is a massive mm -hmm. place that offers so much mm -hmm. why not take advantage of that the more you do the more in love you'll fall with yourself when you have a partner you're thinking oh I'm gonna go do this and this and this and this and this with this person why not do it with yourself do it with yourself build that relationship with yourself yeah. be yeah. kind to yourself so do the things that you are good at that are your strong suits do the stuff that you're terrified and that will expand you in ways that also help you build on that identity that you want to eventually have and then three self-love Yourself. Uh, third one <laughs> self-love self-love third one is self-love just be kind to yourself Pay attention to the way that you talk to yourself and really be intentional about your words. What about you? Mine, you actually stole my last one. 
it's your last one actually i wanted okay. to be the first one like did you i would take that one too it was a joke you know i was telling one of my friend in bangkok because she's always um telling me that she expected people to do things for her like on a date right and i was like why don't you do it for yourself just take yourself out buy yourself flower um take yourself to a nice restaurant you know and treat yourself as a date what what would you want your partner to do to you just do exactly what you want and i honestly do that sometimes when i didn't have my partner i actually still do that even with my partner you know because we are in a long distance so i have a lot of time to do things for me i enjoyed it and for instance like to go to the cinema by myself i didn't get to do that until i'm like 28 which is this year so it's the first time ever just like okay let's go to the movie queenie let's go watch um, some movies have popcorn enjoy and laid back and it's a great feeling it's it's like a small accomplishment but it fulfills something inside of you that you don't need someone to validate your value because you're able to create your your safe zone and your safe space by yourself And the second thing um, I would say that to gain the self-confidence is to practice self-talk, um, positive affirmation. It's very important. Um, mindfulness practice, especially in the morning, right after you wake up. If you don't do the practice, what I normally do is just I turn on some um, affirmation videos or podcasts that I know that it would subconsciously go into my data. In my brain, and it will then change. Since, <laughs> yes. Since you just said affirmations, would you like to share maybe three to five affirmations now, and our our listeners can repeat them? Okay. The one easy. I am beautiful. I'm beautiful. <laughs> I don't have to explain. I just I, I just say. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. And I'm loved. I'm yes. loved. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the last one. I am free. I'm free. Yeah. I'm free. All right. I hope you are repeating these to yourself. Say, I am powerful. I can do anything that I set my mind to. I'm confident. I'm worthy. And just write out affirmations that let you feel empowered throughout the day. So things that are very specific to you. Mm. I mean, Queen and I here did some generic ones, but... Maybe you are struggling with feelings of imposter syndrome, something we talked about in our last episode, mm. and maybe it's like a work-related thing. Then write down affirmations that make you feel mm. otherwise. Look at yourself in the mirror and repeat them mm. to yourself. As you start to believe that, you internalize that belief for yourself, it will grow within you. Make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people, guys. It's basics. When you are surrounding yourself with people that allow you to feel good, about yourself, it will really, really, really help kind of amplify everything that affirmations and the work that you put in for yourself does too. I, like you, also like doing things by myself, doing the solo mm -hmm. dates. It's very, very nice. I have my last one. Yeah, go ahead. Third one, to gain self-confidence is to talk to many people because you will get more inspired. You get new inspirations, new experiences, new ideas from them. And then you would see that now you are, have more knowledges that can then adapt into the path of your life. That's it, mine. <laughs> yes. 
When you're talking to a lot of people, I think something else you'll recognize is similar patterns. You'll find a lot of people that resonate with mm-hmm. you. And feeling True. like there's common ground will really help boost your confidence because you realize you're not alone. You navigate through life alone, but you're not alone. A lot of people experience the same experiences that you have. <laughs> and, and talking to a lot of people will help you recognize that. Last thing I'll say is put on an amazing outfit that makes you feel good about yourself. I know it's very superficial, but sometimes doing things that are superficial for yourself will still work. I know that I am very productive when I put on a great outfit that makes me feel like a boss ass bitch, becoming the ideal version of you that feels empowered and always is a journey. It's a process. And I hope you learn how to fall in love with that. All right. So that is it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please like, hit subscribe. Leave us a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. We would love to hear from you. Let us know what you do for self-confidence or if there is something that you're kind of working on right now that you would love for us to talk about in a later episode. With that, we do conclude our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Inspire Here and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Inspire Here. Our passion is to have open, organic, real and raw conversations on everything from philosophy, self-improvement, to evolution, helping you to take a deep dive into your introspective mechanics. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we hope you've gotten something from it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Inspire Here. Take care, and we'll see you next time on Inspire Here.